little bit of biggie to get the party started. Uh. All right, ladies and gents, happy Memorial Day weekend. Time to get this party on the road. Let's get a little hypnotized. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, here we go, Ham. <laughs> Time to drop some heat. Dropping that heat. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz schedule your time slot don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at business bros pod all right everybody we're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the business bros pod as a second generation realtor today's incredible guest has spent a lifetime in the real estate game she grew up around real estate and learned the game early but after deep personal trauma she found herself scraping to put her life back together again our awesome guest was forced to choose to either overcome this adversity in her life or be permanently devastated like many others. Rising from that depth of hell, she clawed her way back to taking control of her life and business and built a real estate empire that sold over $300 million of property in less than five years. Now she's here to teach six and low seven-figure realtors how to double their revenue and profits without sacrificing lifestyle or freedom. Our guest trademarked listings lab method will help you exponentially grow your audience boost your income and become number one in your area so if you've got the drive to overcome the adversity in your life and want to learn how to achieve success step right where you are and tune in joining us today out of toronto ontario welcome to the show jess lenuve All right, Jess. That's what we do. We just we just have some fun on the show. Uh, welcome to the program. I, that was quite the intro. <laughs> I mean, it's your story. All I did was do Google you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. How, how it was James with his research because I want I want people to know like what you put on the internet brands you. It may yeah. not be one hundred percent true. It may not be you know exactly the way it happened. But that's the kind of story we pulled out. So Jess, what do you think? How how's that internet research for us? It was it was it was pretty bang on. I mean, I, I'm really careful that everything I do put out on the internet is actually true. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere when it's once it's out there. It no. is stuck. It is your long tail. It's always gonna be there. All right, Jess, let's hop into this. You had a traumatic event, something that happened in your life that kind of forced you in a direction one way or another. You had to make a decision. Tell me a little bit about that story. Yeah. So um, when I was 27, I was in a really abusive relationship. And when I came out of that relationship, I we really, you know, I really just had to make a decision about, you know, who who did I want to be and who did I who did I want to be in this industry? So I made a decision. I really stepped up my game. I met my husband, who is, you know, light of my life, but also my business partner and has been essentially since we got together. 
And we together built a multi seven figure a year real estate business. It was great. Um, and then we shifted into creating the listings lab and actually helping other agents do the same. And the key to everything that we've learned over the years is you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a hustle and grind. It actually can be that you get to create the kind of business around the kind of lifestyle that you want to have. So that, yeah, I mean, he popped into my office today and he's like, Hey, there's nothing on your calendar. You want to go for a walk? And we went for a walk. We got a Starbucks. We hung out for a bit. We came back. We did our thing. And and the, the key to all of this is that there is this mentality that the more the harder you work, the more money you make. And in most industries, that's actually not true. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. in most industries the truth really is is that most people are teaching are being taught to grind and not being taught to actually work smarter and there's a there's this quote that always sticks with me and especially like as we've continued to grow and our businesses have gotten bigger it's this concept that it's rockefeller and he said i'd rather leverage one percent from a hundred people than a hundred percent from me Let, let's hover on that. Let's hover on that because a couple yeah. great points that you made right here. First of all, um, you know when when I'm talking to my high school seniors, they're they're it's graduation season right now, yeah. right? So they're about to enter real life, uh, and they they they're scared because they don't 100 percent know what the future has for them, right? They don't have a, a definitive plan. Very few of them know exactly what they're going to do, and the ones that think they know what they're going to do. It probably isn't going to be like that, you know, once they actually start living that life. Yeah. Uh, but you said you started to design your life around your business. It was backwards, right? It was a little bit different. School's been teaching us you got to go to school, get good grades, go to college so you can have a career where everything is pointed at chasing the dollar. Mm-hmm. Nothing uh, about chasing a, you know, I try to flip it. I'm like, don't chase the dollar, chase a skill. Chase yeah. something that you're good at yeah. because that marketable skill can do all kinds of different things. You can go into business for yourself. You can find a good career. You can do all kinds of different things. But that dollar, it is pretty tempting to chase, right? And and I've been guilty of that 100%. So I I definitely, you know, you do get to a point though where more money doesn't bring more anything. Hmm. And there is this sort of like, it's a limit. And you get to that point and then you're like, okay, what now? Now, what am I going to do? Where's the fulfillment coming from? What do I actually enjoy? Who am I? Right. And I went, I went to university and use absolutely zero. (laughs) I I feel you on that one. Yeah. That's true though. I mean, how many people out there have a degree in something that they've never utilized? And what's worse is you're coming out of college with a huge amount of debt. Now you got to get yourself out of a hole. It's one thing to get yourself in a financial hole traveling the world and having all kinds of experiences. It's another thing to get in a hole with the intention of having a career with a piece of paper that you end up with not actually doing anything with, right? That's kind of, you feel almost like, what the hell was I doing this for? The price is wrong, bitch. Exactly. I think that there's an element of like, four or five years of my life was spent doing that. And then I came out of school and it was my mom who's been a realtor for 35 years who said, well, now what are you going to do? And, and I was, I was clueless. I had no idea. And the things that I want that I thought that I wanted to do coming out of high school, I was a completely different human being. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I remember thinking, 
I don't know, none of those things that I, none of those choices that I made when I was, you know, 18 or 19 still resonate with me now. And so she said, why don't you get your real estate license? I think you'd be good at it. So I didn't even really actively choose real estate. I sort of fell into it. But okay, so let me let, let's talk about that because there's a lot of talk about chase your passion and find out the thing that you love to do. Uh, last night, James and I, I went to James's house. We were hanging out watching some Guardians of the Galaxy. I know it's weird. We watch a lot of Marvel movies, but we we're sitting there and and he's talking about you know maybe going out and doing the RV life again, going out and traveling mm -hmm. and, and doing this thing. Uh, and he's in a position where, you know, the way we've built the insurance industry, he can do that. He can literally go travel. Uh, and so my mind starts working and I'm like, dude, you can do like this travel tour and talk about your Pollyann podcast at different locations. And he looks at me, he's like, you have a way of turning fun stuff into a job, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I know, but, but part of it is, is kind of cool because for me, it's like, if I'm doing the thing that I love to do every single day and I just happen to get paid for it, yeah. isn't that a win? It, yeah. it doesn't always have to be the passion, but it's something that you're good at. You can get good at things that you're not 100% passionate about, but yeah. still give you business, right? Mm -hmm. No, 100%. And, you know, I, I hosted this really big event in March of last year. And it was, you know, we had we had 100, 100, hundreds of agents sitting in a room together. And I said, how many people in this room believe that real estate is the reason that they were put on this earth? <laughs> and people raise their hand. Yeah, no. Right? <laughs> and so and so I said, look around, like stop feeling guilty and and be totally okay with the fact that real estate is the vehicle for you to live the life that you want. It's going to provide the freedom, the income, the, you know, all of the things that you want so that you can follow whatever that thing is that really lights you up. And and that's okay. And you have to give yourself permission for that. And and I don't think that without, and, and honestly, like real estate was never the thing that totally light, lit me up, but it got me to a point where I could, I had the freedom to figure out what that was. Mm, yes. Right. I had, I had the, not only the time freedom, but I also had the financial freedom to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to take a big risk and I'm going to figure out what that next step is and what's actually going to get me up every day and what kind of a lifestyle do I actually want to live? Like, what do I want my day-to-day -to, -day to look like and how can I build my business around that? Okay. So if I heard you correctly, you sat in a room with a bunch of realtors who said they basically didn't want to do this their entire life. And chances are when they got into this space, they had no clue what they were doing, but it's still possible to be successful, right? Oh, Am I hearing you say that? Yes, 100%. And you can be successful at anything you put your mind to, right? Learn the things, be good at it, and you can get to that next level. There's, there's, there's no... There's no thing that you will only be successful at because you're obsessed with it. Obsession helps. It helps make yeah, it easier, right? But you can also be obsessed with your own growth and your own, like, I'm a builder. So it doesn't matter what kind of a business I'm running. I love the building process. And once it hits a certain level, sometimes it be actually becomes too easy which I think is where most people are, are, you build and build and build, and then you get to the business to a point where, you know, you don't have to push it forward, push it forward. You have all of the infrastructure built within the business. That for me is usually a trigger of, okay, what am I building next? Mm. Well, the, the, the reason why I asked about the experience levels, because, you know, 
there's a lot of kids that I deal with that didn't do well in high school. Like mm -hmm. high school was not, they weren't the straight A, straight A student kids. They're not the ones who are probably going to go to college. Mm -hmm. And they feel like their only option is to go to junior college. And, and I keep telling them, I'm like, not that there's anything wrong with junior college, but you weren't that good of a student in high school when somebody was at your back telling you what you had to do. Now you're going to go to junior college where nobody's telling you what to do. And you think that somehow you're going to flip a switch and be a good student all of a sudden taking the same exact courses again. It just, it doesn't always work out. Yeah. So why not try your hand at something a little bit different? Mm -hmm. The licensing process for, for to get your real estate license or an insurance license or, or to go learn a trade is nowhere near as long as it is for like a four-year degree. Mm -hmm. And the placement and job and the, the ability for you to earn income is significantly higher because you become a salesperson essentially, which means there is no limit. There is no cap. There is no salary, you know, start time, nothing like that. But it does require a system, right? It does require for you to follow a set of rules, a set of processes that you don't have to invent yourself, right, Jess? No, no, absolutely. And and the thing is, is that absolutely nothing that we do in the world, most of us, is completely innovative and out of nowhere, mm -hmm. right? The people who are successful are following, sure, they're innovating to a certain extent, but they're following proven immutable business principles. That, that's that's all. And just to, to like, for what you just said, my husband, smartest person I've ever met in my life, business partner, he's helped me grow every business. He's my head of marketing in my business now. He doesn't have any secondary schooling. And to be honest, I kind of, I'm jealous that he didn't waste those years. <laughs> um, and, and, and honestly, like he, he's, he, we've talked a million times. He's like, I didn't do well in school. I couldn't focus in school. Teachers didn't understand me. And it it really was, I think, just because he's brilliant, and there's the, there's a creativity and and a need to to build something that I think a lot of people, you know, I think a lot of the rule breakers out there, they end up being the people who are the most successful people. And honestly, like he's he he's like the perfect example of of exactly what you're talking about, and. You know, he, he now we have essentially we've built a business that we have uh, like unlimited freedom. And, and I, I think the reason for that is we've been branded in school like mm -hmm. you're not passing classes. You're a failure. Right. And even if they don't say it to you, the fact that every single time you get a report card or every single time you take a test and every time there's an F on it, you feel like a failure. It's almost like, OK, well, I'm never going to be anything. But the 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 misconception that I think happens a lot of times is that school is the only place to be educated. And that's just absolutely not true, right? Yeah. You may not have done well in a school system, but in real life, you do need to be educated. And when you take the reins off of something, when you take the, you know, the locks or the, the, the shackles off of people and give them the ability to go learn what it is they want to learn, to go implement what it is they want to implement, they thrive, just like your husband that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. so, but we still need processes and procedures, right? Tell me a little bit about listing labs mm -hmm. uh, because what you're doing there is you're providing people the opportunity to learn. Look, these are the things that you need to do. Do them kind of your way, but step, you know, do these steps and you can get to the same level that you want, any level that you want. I think the key to what we teach in the listings lab is that 
you need to understand marketing. You like as if you're running a business, you have two, you, there's two roles. And a lot of people get a real estate license and they think I'm going to sell real estate. I'm really good with people. And they think that that's what they're going to be doing. They box themselves into, I'm going to sell real estate. But if you don't have any clients, you don't have any real estate to sell. <laughs> so, exactly. so really what we teach yeah, in the listings yeah. lab is how do you actually create seven figures worth of real estate business so that you can go and do the thing that you want to do. And, and the key to all marketing is just human psychology is understanding how, how human beings make decisions and how to ethically essentially change behavior or influence human behavior so that people. Persuasion. Yeah, it's persuasion. And, and I, and I always say, you know, we get people all the time who are like, look, I'm not a great salesperson. I'm not pushy. That's okay. If you're a really good marketer, you don't have to be a really good salesperson because the marketing will do the selling for you. And everything that we teach in our program is all about inbound. So how can you use social media? How can you use the tools and the things that you're probably spending time on anyway, because everyone else is as well. And how do you use those things to actually attract people to you? It's just human psychology, basic marketing principles, and how to essentially create an audience or a tribe of raving fans fans, just like you guys have done, who absolutely want to, like, basically, they see you as the only choice, they see you as as their first number one choice. And I think that it's a skill set when you get your real estate license, when you're going through all of the stuff that they teach you to get to get a real estate license, they're just teaching you how to not get sued. Mm, they're not yes. actually teaching you how to create a really valuable business, how to market yourself, how to run a business in a way that's going to keep your profits high and your costs low. It's just, it, it, it's that that's not what they go through. And so really what we really focus on is, okay, I assume that you know how to do paperwork and how to sell a house. What we're going to focus on, on is, okay, how do we make sure that the number of people are coming to you every month, every year, in order to get you to a point where you can continue to compound and reach the reach the financial goals that you want. I remember getting into introduced to uh, Gary V's content. He said, you're a marketer first, and then whatever else second, insurance, real estate, whatever, everything else is second, but you're a marketer first. You need to develop your own personal brand. You need to create, or as Seth Godin would talk about it, as, as your tribe, right? Your tribe is the, the people who are around you. Uh, and it does come down to what am I posting? We we often talk about those four phases when you first get into business. You're invisible. Nobody knows who you are. Uh, you start posting on a regular basis. You become visible. You're consistently showing up where people can expect to find you. You're credible. And then once you're credible, you enter that profitable stage. And I think it's the same The same thing. Those four stages apply to almost any business, no matter what you are. Mm -hmm. Um when you're talking about the, you know, I'm assuming because it's the listings lab and for real estate agents out there, listings is the best way to build a business. Can you explain why listings overworking with buyers? So, I mean, but there, there's nothing wrong with buyers, but when you have buyers, you only have buyers. When you have listings, you also have buyers, <laughs> right? Yes. And, and really when it, from a, from a scalability standpoint, let's say you're working with five buyers and every single week you are spending three or four hours with each of those buyers, you can do that math. But if you have a listing, you go in, you list the property, you do the marketing, you have a team that takes care of that stuff. It's probably only going to really ideally take an hour to two hours of your time for the entire lifetime of that, of that listing. So you can hold 
20, 30, 40, 50 listings at one time. Whereas like you could never work with 40 buyers at one time. It would just be absolutely impossible. So it really comes down to the scalability and every single thing that, that I teach, everything that I talk about is always geared towards how can you create unlimited scalability in the business? Uh, is it unlimitedly scalable? Do you enjoy it? Those are the things that, that, that that's how I make decisions in my own business. Is it unlimitedly scalable? Yes. Do I enjoy it? No. Is there someone on my team who actually enjoys it and can be good at it? Then great. That person can handle it. But very few things that I, that even at any point were actually on my plate that I wasn't like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be really good at this because I really believe that once you get to a certain level of business, you need to be aware that your time is worth a certain amount of money. Right. And, and I think that most people in business, real estate too, we get into this thought process of I'm trading time for money or, or, you know, I'll, I'll continue to do the paperwork because I'm not burnt out. I'm not at a point where I hate, I hate this business yet. So I'm going to continue to do all the things that I don't like instead of hiring someone else for $20 an hour or $10, $15 an hour to do that work so that I can go for a walk, go for a bike ride, take a nap or spend my time on thousand dollar an hour jobs and income generating activities. Well, let's talk about uh, uh, when, when somebody's first getting into the real yeah. estate game, it's, it's so easy to fall prey to looking at that guy who's been in the business for 10 plus years, who looks like he's just sitting back in his chair and his phone just keeps ringing. People just keep <laughs> calling him, right? Yeah. And you assume that, you know what? Okay, so when I have my license, that is exactly the kind of business that I have. Uh, and, and it's not necessarily true. You have to work up to it. You have to yes. build that sort totally. of business. So share with me, you know, when I'm first getting started, it's not going to happen overnight. There's a lot of work that has to go into it. Right. And, and I think that the key when you first get your license is that, you know, people will assume that your friends and your family and your, your sphere of influence will work with you right away. This is the biggest investment of their life. They're probably not going to. Mm -hmm. and 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 you're going to feel hurt by it and your best friend is going to go and use some other agent and you're going to be horrified and but that the truth of the matter is is that you have to build up to to that level and you have to build up to that level of trust and the way to do it I promise you it's the better way do it with strangers <laughs> don't yeah. make mistakes with your family Right, right. You have to actually see them again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make those 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 kind of newbie mistakes with your family. And if you know, let's say that there's someone in your office who will let you follow them around. Go and follow them around. Learn from other people, but also keep in mind that you actually have a leg up. That guy who's been in the business for 30 years, who's or or even longer, who's 60 years old, he built his business in a very different world and a very different climate than you're in right now, right? So the 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 cold calling, the door knocking, the flyers, the billboards, you know, the things that worked 30, 40 years ago are not going to be the things that are going to give you the most bang for your buck or the most bang for your time today, right? He's going to tell you social media doesn't work. And, and you as, as someone who is actually like living in the world that we live in is going to think mm, that doesn't feel right, but I'm going to listen to this guy who's, you know, built seven figure businesses. You have to always be aware or wary of who's actually giving you that advice and why. Because there's a lot of older agents, a lot of brokers, a lot of people who are, you know, people look up to and we think, well, they must know everything. They've built this big, crazy business, but they actually just built this business in an entirely different world. 
You know, even when I got my real estate license, I'm going to date myself, but I got this big gray pager that I was so proud of. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was the coolest thing in the world. And now like we're running around with computers in our pockets, right? It's a completely different landscape. And so trust your instincts and learn those overarching principles, learn from people who are smart, but also learn from people who are who are building and who have grown things recently. Mm. Because I really think that there's a lot of stuff in in some of these kind of like old boys club type industries that is very outdated. I'm shocked that there's so many brokerages out there now that are still teaching people that the best way to get their name out there is to door knock. Yeah, well, you know, when you say things like that, when when it's when it's things like you know, I, and social media doesn't work, or you know, I have this thing with my students. They would journal every single day for ten minutes at the beginning of the class, and I tell them that because I want them to write down their ideas, those yeah. gut instincts, those gut ideas. Go ahead and write them down because when they go out and share them with people, and people will knock you down. It's not because they don't like you; it's because they don't see the vision that you see. Yeah. Because they tell you it doesn't work on social media, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just doesn't work for them. So they're going to tell you what didn't work for them. But you're providing people the opportunity to test new things out, to try out these other strategies. And, and really, when it the, at the root of it, it's all the same fundamental game. Whether they were door knocking, whether they were cold calling, what were they doing? They were out there building their tribe. Mm -hmm. And you're saying to do the same thing. It's just you're doing it in a different way. Your cold calling might be sliding into people's DMs, right? Mm -hmm. Your door knocking might be posting things in, in Facebook groups or in, or in you know meetups. It's the same thing. You're getting in front of people, telling them what it is you do, and you're connecting with people on a different level. That's really, really what it comes down to when you're marketing. Am, am, I, am I getting that about right? Totally. And, and the thing is that today we're actually so much more like so much more fortunate because back in the day when they didn't have social media and they didn't really have the internet, they had to do everything manually. They had mm -hmm. to do everything one-to-one. -one. But now you have this incredible tool that you can use, all of these platforms that you can, you can essentially get your message out from one-to-many. And the more you grow your tribe, the more you grow your audience online, every single time you open your mouth, you are talking to a thousand people instead of talking to one person. Mm -hmm. And so we're actually a lot more fortunate today in terms of the way that we can leverage the brilliance that comes out of our mouths. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's almost like a different kind of education, right? It's it, You literally, if you have a question, I don't know about you, but I do it all the time. I, I'll hop on YouTube or I'll hop on, on Google. I'll, I'll find the answer that I'm looking for and I move on. What they had in the past where, I mean, it's funny you brought up the pager, but <laughs> yellow pages, if I wanted to look up something, I would have to pull up the yellow pages and 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 look for it, you know, call there or, or pick up the phone and call 411 for those of you who don't know what that is, right? Th these are these are some of the ways, antiquated ways. I mean, something as simple as if I wanted to do research, I had to go to the library, pull the book yeah. out, scan through it, use yeah. the, the, the index at the end of the book and try to figure out what stuff's going on. So much accessibility to information that we don't absolutely need to memorize things. It's really, how do we get across? How do we get our message across? Yeah. How do we get that information in front of people? Speaking of which, if people do want to learn from you uh, and, and get information, how do they do that? So I think the best place to reach me is probably Instagram. Um, it's just at Jess Lunavel, which is on the screen because you guys are awesome. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I I practice what I preach. I have a Facebook group, but for people who are already licensed and who want to be growing their business, but Instagram is a really great place. And, and, you know, I have a lot of fun on it. 
it's not just a matter of I need to be serious all the time. Like I, I, I have a friend who's like the perfect example of this. She was super fun and quirky and so awesome. And then she got a real estate license and almost overnight, her social media became very stiff. <laughs> it was like a photo of her in a suit and like with her arms crossed. And it was just, everything became really stiff. And I remember not even knowing if she got her license and her, her new profile picture showed up and I thought, uh-oh, this one's got a, got a real estate license, right? And, and I pulled up her account and I was like, she's lost, she's lost everything that makes her her. Yes. And and I think that it's so it's so interesting that we we think that we have to fit this strange mold when the people who actually are going to find the most success and the most happiness in their business are going to be the people who show up fully authentically and build a tribe of people who love them for who they are. And so I say this all the time, but like when it doesn't matter what kind of a business you have, show up and own your weird. Right. And like, let just let, let, let it come out, be completely authentically yourself. You're going to have more fun and people are going to love you more. Yes. Let your freak flag fly. Yeah. fly right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You, it's true though. You have to be authentically you. I mean, you just have to be you. I, you. When you throw in the word authentic, it almost makes it seem like you're pretending to be you. I know there's something that feels weird about it. It's weird about saying be authentically, just yeah. be yourself. Like yeah. don't worry. You know, the biggest fear I hear all the time on social media is, is somebody's going to judge me or I, I don't know mm. what people are going to say. To, to be honest, when you're first getting started, nobody cares. Nobody's even paying attention to you. <laughs> Once you start to develop a tribe and that comes with being yourself, yeah. people are going to connect with you. Besides, it's going to be totally weird if you have a following of people and then they see you in public and you're a completely different person. Like that is the, <laughs> the worst thing that could possibly happen. It's the worst, but also, you know, I would rather and and I would rather have a thousand people who absolutely love me than have a hundred thousand people who could take or leave me. Yeah. Right. Because and, and that's really like that. That's that's the one of the keys of marketing is you've got to be polarizing. You have to be yourself. And if you're so vanilla that everybody, you know, ev you're, you're not ruffling any feathers and everyone thinks you're great, then, you know, and, and you're trying to resonate with every single person out there chances are you're not going to get a lot of traction, right? And, and you know, part of this is really about being, the, the, social media is just real life, just on, on a screen. Like you can go out and meet a hundred people in person and you're really probably only going to connect with 10 of those people. You know, 10 of those people are going to be your people. It's the same thing online, right? So if you really show up the way that you are as a real person, then great. 10 out of every hundred, awesome. And, and then over time, that 10 becomes 20, becomes 1,000, becomes 10,000. And, and that's how you want to grow. You want to grow with people who really want to want to get to know you, want to know more. And people are going to be mean. Yep. They just are. Badly. I've been called every name in the book online. And we act, and, and the, I remember when I, first, when I first really started showing up online, I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm so terrified to be trolled. And instead, I flipped it around and I thought, okay, so we're going to celebrate the first troll because it means that I've made it. It means that I'm doing something right. I'm being polarizing. Somebody hates me. And so what we did is when I got my first troll, we screenshot it, we saved it, I passed it around and we got a cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 
so it, instead what we did is I was actually looking forward to it. And now I've got, I've got folders on my phone full of them and they're hysterical, some of them. And really at the end of the day, we, we've turned it into like my team, we've turned it into a fun game because whenever somebody trolls you, it actually has nothing to do with you. It mm -hmm. has so much to do with them right? Social media is just a mirror. What people are commenting, what people are putting out there, all they're doing is they're just telling you more about themselves. Yes. Yes. I, I love that. I think it's funny too, when people complain about, all I see is this stuff on my feed. Well, then stop looking at it. Like, it's really that simple. The, the, it's, it's like when you, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm thinking of buying a red Mercedes. All of a sudden, every single car on the freeway is a red Mercedes because yep. you're looking at it. Yep. The algorithm works the exact same way. Yep. Jess, I had a great time getting to know you today on the show. Um, what do you think of our show, the way we put it together? Have you been on, uh, a guest on other podcasts? I have been on hundreds of podcasts. And honestly, this is the most fun in terms of the way that you guys have have this put together this was a blast and you guys are really easy to talk to so thank you it was my pleasure to be here well thank you very much for coming on the show again ladies and gents i'm and you know what jess i'm gonna have you do it one more time people want to get a hold of you and they want to learn from you they want to have fun being a real estate agent you don't want to be stiff and boring yeah yeah, yeah. learn that from you so yep so starting point would be instagram at jess linovelle um and yeah i mean i'm in my dms all the time message me talk to me you know i i just posted a reel today of my husband dancing in the car so it's not all business <laughs> there we go have some fun all right ladies and gents for those of you in the states like with us uh happy birthday hope you guys have a, a good weekend i'm about to go grill up some steaks and maybe have a beer who knows uh just thank you very much for for being with us taking the time out of your day i know it's not memorial day up in canada but it is still monday so thank you for taking time to come on the show thanks so much all right ladies and gents we'll see you guys tomorrow peace out Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.